Welcome to the Road to Black Podcasts, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at the bjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting gis on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. We're back. We are back. Back after a couple week break. Episode 41, Road to Black podcast. Wes Reed. And my name is Paul Manganaro. Here we are. Here we are. Took a little bit of a break. We both had a couple of really busy weeks. So we're back on the mics right now and talking about probably the biggest topic in jujitsu is right now, as far as I see, is all of the stuff going on with the abuse and abusing power within jujitsu, you know? It's been a couple, couple, a crazy couple of weeks in our sport, so it would be remiss not to mention that. So we might as well just start off with the heaviest subject. It's pretty eye-opening, you know. Not maybe not surprising, but it, I think it's a good thing that these things are being talked about now, and that's really just, um, you know, everything, pretty much every every type of abuse on the mat, you know, in terms of emotional and sexual you know it's kind of a touchy touchy top subject but it's good that our community is kind of opening up to this because man i've been seeing some disturbing reports over the last couple weeks i know you've been following it yeah i've been following it dude it honestly it really even sucks that we have to discuss this like yeah to be, well, we to don't be, have to, to, but we don't know, have to, but it's good. It's good for our listeners. If you're, if you're not on social media and you're not seeing these stories, you know, we'll throw out some, maybe some names you can go and read, read the current events. And it's good to be aware, you know, it's good yeah. to be aware of what's going on in our sport and we can all be better, uh, advocates, I would say of, of each other and, you know, helping be supportive and, and develop a supporting environment to train in, you know? Yep. So it's, uh, it's crazy. You know, it goes back to, it goes back to our, all of our discussions, how every academy that all academies, there's just not created equally, you know, 
it's really dependent on the personality and the character of the people that are running the show, you know? So that's really important when you look for a gym or, um, you're going to train somewhere, you know, it's, you kind of got to, especially if you're looking for a new home or you're looking for a place to train, you got to do your due diligence and figure out who the hell is running this place and what, what are they all about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you what, it, to tell, talk a little bit about what you know in terms of just reviewing the, the major points and really with fight sports is where, where this all kind of broke out. Not to get too deep into this, you know, we're, we yeah, don't, we, what, we're a couple, a couple males also. I would put that out there that we can only see one side of this, but it doesn't mean that I'm not offended by it, you know, and it's pretty sad that people take advantage of younger, especially younger athletes, obviously, you know, kids. Yeah. And that's what this was, was a, uh, I believe this girl, her parents took her to this gym. She clearly took to jujitsu like a duck to water was really good at it. Went to, I believe another gym. And I think that was a fight sports affiliate. Mm -hmm. And this I think she was 10 or 11. He, this jujitsu black belt coach kind of brought her along until she was, I think, 16. And then, I mean, to use the correct word, I, I mean, she was, it was statutory rape. Yeah. Um, between the, the black belt and that 16 year old kid. Mm -hmm. child is what I, i'm gonna say like i want to make yeah. sure i'm using the right the right terminology that's that's a child and a statutory yeah. rape like there's no there's there's no way around that um, right and i i the understanding that i got is she told somebody i believe it was a peer i if you, if you want to really follow the sports you can follow uh, there's a few accounts like, and you can read about it on jujitsu times when it came out, there's a really good article about it, but she told, uh, a peer that peer told their parent and their parent got the, the police involved. Yeah. Um, he ended up getting arrested at his gym. And from the report that I heard, or I saw, um, even when he was getting arrested, he was walking out and said, what is wrong with me? Right. Um, and the, what ended up happening, there was a whole bunch of stuff between, um, that black belt has a wife and a kid as well. Um, and so there was a, the fight sports, cyborg and the fight sports basically tried to cover the whole thing up and, and sweep the whole thing under the rug. Right. And, this is my own personal. They said it wasn't any sort of extortion, but they, what it appears to be is there was an extortion of about $35,000 where cyborg tried to get the owner of the gym to pay to this rapist. Yeah. So that he could pay for legal fees under the guise that it was going to be going to, the family and the kid. Yeah. Exactly. Um, as if that his is his own family and kid his. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, the rapist family and kid, um, yeah. 
So I think that he was having a hard time or the report that I read and I've been following this from all these different accounts and and the Jiu-Jitsu Times. And it sounds like this guy was having a hard time paying for lawyer fees and all of that. And he needed cash. And so this was a way to say, if you want to be a fight sports affiliate and you want to keep that name, then you need to give him this money. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is also Cyborg's godson, the 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 son of the the rapist. That's Cyborg's godson, yeah. And so there's that involved, like that they're, kind they're of relationship, really very close. Yeah. Um. So then it came. Pictures came out that he was then over at Wagner Roach's gym training, mm-hmm. setting up cameras and stuff for the kids classes doing you know training in the gym with um a closed door session between wagner i think it was tex johnson and yeah and uh that guy was it marcello i believe marcel Mm -hmm. marcel and um anyway things just kept snowballing those guys kind of played it out, tried to, they had to release several statements because their first statements were <laughs> a joke of a statement. Um, I mean, it's infuriating, right? Like, I mean, yeah. they didn't say that part, anything. That part of it was just, they, it they just shows their character, honestly. It's Let's be unbelievable. Honest. They didn't yeah. say anything to the victim. No, it's There's, asinine. They went and got some standard statement, some law speak from some lawyer or some, some counsel, I'm sure. And it was just so not heartfelt. I mean, you have the, the, the act, the act itself, which was more than one occurrence. Okay. So this wasn't just some random thing. You know, he basically groomed this person and this young child and, uh, ended up having some sort of relationship with her, you know? I mean, it's mind blowing how people look at these things though, because you know, even people online are trying to justify. I mean, I saw people trying to justify, Oh, well she's promiscuous or she, you know, she had other boyfriends before or in, and in Brazil, like 16 is a legal age. And it was just all this crazy talk. And it's like, the guy was 30 something years old. Right. And he knew her since he was 10, you know, it's like, and this ain't Brazil. Right. So, you know, you have that, which is despicable, despicable in itself. And then you have the, just the cover up for a year. Cause this happened like three years ago. So then yeah. you have the cover up during, during in which, like you said, they, um, I mean, allegedly extorted this guy, but basically they wanted, the story was, is both the guy that perpetrated and cyborg met with the affiliate owner who was he was just an owner at the gym where the guy worked. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, he flat out told them, I'm not, you know, he listened to their offer. They're basically, I want money. And then, you know, I think cyborg actually pulled him aside again and said, Hey, what do you think about what we said? Do you want to remain an affiliate? And he's like, no, I would never do that. Pound I would, sand. Yeah. I would never do that. I would never support this guy. And the guy was never an owner in the first place. So, I mean, the guy had literally no rights to the gym. He was just mm-hmm. an employee there. So it was just, that that right there, the fact that he wasn't an owner and they kind of try to put it off as he was, that's where it becomes extort. Like to me, that's like extortion because for sure he literally had no right at all to any money. And now you're yeah. just trying to shake this guy down 
for what? To put your name, which is just a shit name now, on, on their building? Nobody wants your name on their building now. Fight sports. I'm sorry, but that's, I don't know. You know, that's, that's these guys, both Cyborg and Wagner, they have this holier than thou reputation, you know? Mm-hmm. Their shit don't stink. They they piss people off. They're kind of, for lack of a better term, they've I've heard them be called assholes. Both of those guys. So, uh, you know, not to say they're always that way, but look at what happened here. Yeah, they're protecting this scumbag, and that shows a lot of character, right? I mean, these are people you're entrusting with, really teaching from a young age, uh, and especially a child. I Your mean, kids? Are you kidding me? Um, I mean, kids, the geriatric geriatrics and kids are the, and mentally unhealthy people are the, you know, most vulnerable. very, very, very vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. They, they even had, uh, there was other, there was other parents. They let this guy, they didn't really do anything about it and other people knew. So these charges were brought, this was all brought up for a few years ago, nothing happened. And then these people would be training and. Other other third parties I've read, like other third party parents and stuff, would be training, and then they see this guy come in, and they'd go to they'd go to complain and say, "What what's going on here? Why is this guy back in the gym? I thought he had charges against him. They let this guy back, and he's like, my my daughters are training here. It's just it's absurd that you would allow that, but it just shows the level of the depth that they will go to protect their one of their guys, you know, and it's just. The whole damn thing is sad, but what that whole event created as every event like this does in today's social media world and, uh, you know, everybody's ultra aware and, and we're all dialed in and you, you know, you're, you're getting clips of news every minute of the day, if you want, you know, all day long. Well, it opened, it opened kind of the, the, the can. So now other people feel free to speak about it to share their experiences. It's empowering. And that to me is the positive side of this. If there is one is that there isn't one or I, there, it, there can be a positive side in this, that these, these people can share their experiences and they have a more of an open and accepting format to do that where they're not being, this isn't a one time thing. No, it's like, not. I, you know, I, and I even saw a female athlete, I won't mention her name, but she went, she was a, 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 I think she's a world champion black belt, like a high level black belt competitor, big name in jujitsu. And she started defending saying, she wrote this long thing. And it's like, you know, I, I totally, she totally understood where these issues were coming from, but she was adamant that it wasn't common. She was trying to say it wasn't, uh, it didn't, it wasn't common. It was very rare. And so, but she just got blasted by I mean, just the comments alone in her post, there were, I read a dozen, a dozen from females that it happened to them. Like a dozen comments just by the time I read it of people that it actually happened to them where mm-hmm. people took advantage of them. Their coach took advantage of them, their training partner, uh, a, a, you know, unacceptable touching in the gym. Like a lot of, and my eyes were just like, because she was just in this, just because she was at this great gym, her whole career, you know, I won't yeah. say the gym. It's one of the biggest gyms in the country and props to them. She hasn't seen that great, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist and it's not yeah. common. It's obviously an issue. 
It's and a you know huge why? issue. You know why it's common? Because there's not that many females compared to males. Yeah. So it makes it even more, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's not just one story. Like if you've followed any of this, it's dozens of stories now at this yeah. point. And, there's, and that just means there's many more that won't say anything ever. Exactly. You know? So at least there's, at least there's kind of a place in, in our community where now people can talk about it and really educate people, you know, um, have some standards, you know, and I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm an apparel company. I sponsor people. One of the things that really, really kind of irked me a little bit is like, there's a couple, I saw a couple, uh, you're probably going to figure out who this is because if I tell you, I believe story, I already know you, you see like a, a geek company pull back their sponsorship of an athlete in London who yeah. also got recently Jackson Souza. Mm-hmm. That's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, he, 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 I guess he's like, it's out in the open. Like this guy's actually had charges brought against him. He's, yeah. It's all it throughout your, throughout, like I wouldn't say Europe, he, but he's suspended area, from checkmate. Yeah, everyone well. knows about this guy for like yeah. the last few years. Like females, I'm reading online, I've read a couple long posts of people that were involved with it. And these women are just saying, oh, we've known about this guy. Everyone knows not to go to that gym for if you're a female like, and you look good or whatever. And it's like, I mean, this guy has stories where he was taking women into the sh- – like from the woman's mouth, he went into the shower with her after class, just went in there and like started to force her. This is from the woman. She's writing this on social media. So this is like a big, big change coming, like an eye-opening. This is a big-time name athlete. But here's my thing. Those charges were several years ago. Why was that geek company sponsoring him? Yeah. You know? I don't like the holier-than-thou. Oh, we're, you know, based on these circumstances, we, you know, we formally... You know, we're rescinding our sponsorship. It's like, I sponsor people. If one, somebody, even if they're not a big name, I've heard one little thing about that. I wouldn't be supportive of them anymore. For sure. I wouldn't say, oh, well, it's just been swept under the rug. Let's just keep going. Because this guy, it just, that shit pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, they did what's right in the end, but don't start taking credit for being holy you know what i mean yeah virtue signaling and not to say they did that a lot but you see a lot of a lot of companies and academies now are posting all this stuff and it's like are you i just see some people posting it for street cred you know and it's like come on we should know this fine you know are you a decent human being like let's what are we doing here you know yeah you know i'm my i i I opted not to even post it. I mean, I don't have a huge following. I'm not like a yeah, exactly. mega Same whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I am a I am a healthcare professional. I do I am we're both heavy in the jiu-jitsu community and I opted to not say anything because and not I didn't put post anything because I felt like it was just more important for me to just listen. Exactly. I'm not going to sit here what and are you say, yeah, say, I don't, there's yeah, nothing that I'm exactly. going to say That's why I, that is going to change anything. I'm not going to offer my opinions because I think it's gross. I think it's gross. Like, yeah. um, it's disturbing, you know, it's, it's disturbing. disturbing how, and, 
how much it's how prevalent it is you know it's just guys come on (laughs) and but you know i just decided i was going to listen and watch all how all of this goes and um you know i i've talked to my wife about this who and when all this was kind of unfolding um you know i was kind of telling her all about it and this and that and um she asked me, do you think this is in every sport or every culture? And at first I, you know, I had to think about it. And I started thinking about U S Olympic gymnastics team, Mm -hmm. women's U S gymnastics team, Ohio state wrestling, the Penn state, the Penn state, Joe Paterno. Yeah. Yeah. Boys raping little boys. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for me to say anything otherwise that this is like a power dynamic. Like there is something of like, there's these definitely are all, a power dynamic all, in other sports. These are all people that we trust. We put people on these pedestals. We put our black belt instructors on these pedestals. These are people that we place our trust in our kids trust in. These are people that have, even in our own small communities have a powerful position. Yeah. And it is a, it like reminded me of, even though, you know, maybe your coach is not a black belt world champion. He still has a power position of these students and they still revere him and he's still teaching them. Mm -hmm. It makes a power dynamic. Yeah. And I was thinking how delicate and important that power dynamic is. And I, it was hard for me to say anything of like, this is just really like, I, like I, I told her I'm really glad, like I feel for these victims at the same time. Like, I'm glad this is all being exposed and more conversations. Like you were saying earlier, more conversations are happening mm-hmm. about this. and hopefully more prominent and powerful people are going to come out and take positions on this. Like my 700 followers on this is, you know, nothing, but when somebody who actually has influence. Yeah, exactly. And the culture of jujitsu, you know, I mean, I, yeah. Going back to, you know, Cyborg and stuff, it was like he, even his second statement was like, we've entered a no, we've implemented a no tolerance policy and all of this. Dude, where was this at before? Like, how is this, how is this new? Well, who's, who's controlling that at that gym? You know, a lot of gyms are coming up with this, 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 uh, what are they, what have they been calling them? A, uh. This administration, this review administration yeah, board, or whatever. A, a board, board, a review right. board. You're the owner of the gym. Who's who's going to be the board for your gym that's already guilty, you know? Yeah. Who are we going to trust over there? Someone you appoint? Like, that's yeah. the problem with this after, the, you know, after the fact, putting the, installing these things, if you're already guilty. Now, gyms that don't have that, yes, I think you should be looking at it. You should be taking... Uh, um, a mixture of leadership within the gym, students, parents, you know, people connected in the community within that gym 
maybe even other trusted BJJ personalities in your area, you know, to have that board or, you know what I mean? Because you do want someone to bounce it off of. The problem is, is if this happens within your gym, this is exactly what happened. Who do you go to? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to go to the the guy that's been uh, allowing the perpetrator or the guy that maybe is misogynistic. We have a huge problem with that in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I would yep. say. I mean, come on, let's be honest. It's a it's a male dominated sport mm-hmm. of, sure. of guys that are fighting. You know, um, tough guys. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Guys that have egos, and I mean, and I'm not apologizing for any of that. In fact, going back to what you were saying, I had the same conversation because I started really deeply thinking: Is this happening in other sports? And the power dynamic definitely does. We've seen it. You gave some great examples, the worst examples, you know, long time abuse, just crazy stuff. It's all, you know, and there's, there's, there's probably just thousands of stories sprayed throughout sports, different sports that people don't even say anything about. Let's be honest. But here's what makes this one different, in my opinion. Jiu-jitsu is a, a, a a male-dominated activity in sport. A, a tremendously male-dominated. Like, the numbers are... It's off the chart, percentage-wise, of male-to-female yeah. uh, practitioners. That and the fact that it's close contact and it's an intimate activity. See, that's where other sports... Other sports still have that power dynamic and abuse going on. But jujitsu has that, but also has even like at lack of a better term, like at a micro level, you're literally close contact with someone. Yeah. And we, we take it for granted that people know how to behave, you know, in those situations, a man and a woman rolling, let's say, but not everybody does. Not mm-hmm. everybody has the same character. Other people have other ideas and feelings about the opposite sex. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're talking about in these bigger terms where these coaches are abusing, but you also have just the fact that females in particular are subject. Males are too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, a female can grab a male in a wrong way, but they have that going on as well. Yeah. A very close contact, intimate. And I'm not making intimate like in a lovemaking way. I'm making me and you can be rolling. It's intimate. We're in there, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what jujitsu is. And you spend a lot of time with people. And I'm just speaking in very general terms, but you can imagine how um, a, a, um, a man can take advantage of a woman, especially a child in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, 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 you're in an intimate, close contact, personal thing where you're learning and it might be very engaging and it's constant and continued. We, we train a lot and this could be where obviously training with this person for all this time. And that's what happens with these, a lot of these things. It's like, Oh, uh Oh, here we are. We're the last two in the gym. You know, every one of these stories is like that. It's like, yep. So, you know, you have that whole abuse, but you also have, which we are not qualified to speak on at all. And that's why we'll have some, I'd like to have, at least one or two women practitioners here on the next as some guests, maybe to talk about this, it's kind of a heavy subject, but 
what's it like being a female the role with males i mean let's let's not kid ourselves it's not the same um i've personally know women that have experienced kind of sketchy stuff i've heard through the community you know i've seen it obviously nationwide now i mean seeing stories it's not all just this extreme abuse by like a power dynamic i'm yeah. seeing people that just say this guy touched me wrong or he i just feel creeped out when i roll with him you know and i could see that i could see how that can let me tell you something some people are idiots and morons and i've met them in jujitsu too you know and they're just yeah. so not aware of situations and just even how you respect a female or respect anyone much less a female or mm-hmm. you know i've i've personally heard it myself of people just kind of look down upon a woman grappler you know just because they're a woman i hate to say it but that 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 exists like there's assholes out there you know and it's like you get these guys especially if it's in part of your culture I'm not I'm not pointing anyone out but that was some of this was discussed as some of the defense I should say was part of the I don't want to throw out this is terrible to say about Brazilians but that was the conversation and there was other Brazilians obviously jumping in saying no that's not what we're about you know but yeah. was was just the fact that I think I, I, I can't, I'm not even going to speak anymore on that because I have no idea what it's like to train jujitsu in Brazil. It's exactly, a completely yep. different, you know, environment and atmosphere, but let's just say traditionally very few females trained in jujitsu. So you, we have that going against all of us, you know, we're still developing this relationship where now more and more female athletes are, are coming along. Um, some females just don't feel comfortable training with men. That's why female classes exist. I mean, let's be honest. So I think even though we're speaking about it here, this doesn't reach a huge wide audience, but it does reach enough people that everyone should be aware that this is an issue. And, uh, you know, we can all just take, we can all just be more supportive of those things and be more aware of the way people are treated, you know, especially if it's part of our own jujitsu family, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's ongoing, you know, there's, there's, I'm, there's there's a lot going on, you know. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot going on. You're gonna you're gonna hear a lot. Like Mo from ADCC, he's been just really coming hard on fight sports. Oh man! And uh, he says there's more. He says there's like possible criminal activity and just crazy. A lot more to come. And yeah, that's, that's just that. That's just that. He's focusing a lot on that party. Like there's been some really good people doing like. Uh, BJJ Avery on Instagram. She's a writer for Jiu-Jitsu Times. She's done a good job of piecing all these other stories together as well. And um, there's several several female athletes that have their own posts on social media that you can just read from their words, their own mouth, their experiences. It's eye-opening, you know? As someone that I feel like I'm pretty aware of things, I'm, uh, it was, it's disturbing. It's, it's very disturbing. disturbing. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's I, very I spend- disturbing. I, when this started coming out, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like you, I spent a lot of time in thought about all of this and, you know, I'm a very solutions driven person. I like how, how do like at least come up with something that is, I wanted to at least have some sort of, what is a, a solution to, to, to any of these problems, even just one. And, you mm-hmm. know, I started thinking about like kids instructors i think 
I think they should have to get annual background tests or background checks. You know, I have a professional license. I've been background checked. I got background checked to get into school. I got background checked during school when I went out on rotations. I got background checked when I applied for my first license. I got Mm -hmm. background checked when I got my Colorado license. And I mean, that's, I get background checked all the time. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I run my own business. Everything I do is online, but I don't run a standard medical practice. You know, when I was working in the neuro clinic or even outpatient ortho, you still, you're still seeing people that are, you're seeing kids, you're seeing old people, you're seeing vulnerable populations. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you have to get, we have to get background checked. All medical providers are getting background checked is because we work with vulnerable people and yeah. they, and I, at this point I've seen enough of this and I'm not saying background checks is going to solve all of this a hundred percent, but man, it is it's a, good a start. better it's a good... so start and it's a yeah. better solution than not doing anything. Yeah. And I know that those background checks, they don't cost a ton of money. I mean, if you, I don't see, if you want a coach here, then you're going to have to get a background yeah. check. That's definitely, you, that's definitely a good, uh, a good approach for people that maybe are hiring someone they don't know, or even someone they know just having a certificate. Right. But it doesn't solve the problem of this particular instance. No. Right. It doesn't. Because they didn't give a shit. They knew the guy was abused. You know, they literally protect. So how do you, you know, yes, a, a stand up business, a school owner, academy owner, instructor, you got the best guy, good character. Yeah. You hire, you, even if you know, even if you have a student that you want to promote to a coach or something, it might be a good idea just to have that. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a peace of mind for the parents. It's, it's showing you're doing due diligence, which you are, you know, you, you want to, maybe you don't know who Johnny is over here. He's been training yeah. with you for four years, but do you really know people? Let me tell you something. I found some things out about my clients that I've known for years. I'm like, Oh Oh man, I didn't know that about that person. You know, it's like mm-hmm. nobody just comes up and says, Hey, I got a criminal record. You know what I mean? It's like, so that'd be good. But you know, the bigger problem is I, I think the, I mean, you can safeguard as much as you want, definitely for the kids and stuff, but we have this problem of this. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like this, uh, it's it's the power dynamic, you know. It's the power these dynamic. Guys, it's these guys' character. You know, it's it's idol worship. We need to stop I- idol worshiping assholes, for sure. These stories existed by these guys, you know. Not, I mean, I should say the one guy, but these other guys they covered it up. Then yeah. they come out with their statements. They're full of shit and total lies, and they're contradicting themselves every which way. And they're still trying to defend themselves in the position. There's no defense. Bro, you know, you fucked up. You shouldn't have. Like, you need to change who you like. Think about deep, do some deep thinking on who you are as a person to be able to support that and not not even consider 
the other side and what that young lady has experienced, you know, or trying to justify that it was her, somehow her fault or she was partially to blame, you know, it's like, yeah, it, that it, I don't know how you do that. Like, I don't know because anyone can be a jujitsu academy owner. It's not like there's some board that looks over, you know, anyone yeah. can do it. And the, the reality is we just have in society, you just have these, you just have people with less character, you know, they don't have the same standards and morals and that's a sick part of it. So I think if anything, and, and I would, I would say like the jujitsu community has to do more in not, first of all, don't idol worship people that are like this. I mean, that's a big deal, you yeah. know, stop supporting this person. You know, and, and the other thing is like these guys, both of them, Cyborg, Wagner, why do they, why are their instructionals being sold? Why they shouldn't be booked on events. Like this is what's going to happen. If these guys come back, it just reinforces that behavior. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, that's what's going on. And I'm not the only one that's saying that that's literally what happens. You yeah. know, we all forget about it. And then it just becomes some news story in the past, just like this exact thing did. That's exactly mm -hmm. what happened here. This happened like three years ago. It, yep. it got swept under the rug. These guys kept on going and competing and making money and doing all this stuff and being worshipped. And look who they turned out to be, you know? So now's the time. You know, in that particular case, hopefully, to me, they shouldn't even have any memberships right now. I who agree. would stick with that gym? Like, I would immediately leave. I, I, mean, I, I saw high-level black belts from their gym, like... I'm, I'm taking the name off my, I saw two different guys that had affiliates are like, nope, we're done with that. And that's, I, I praise that because there's not going to be a behavior change unless you make these type of examples because there's no repercussion. They're, they're kind of, they just wash their hands of it. And, oh, that wasn't, it's not me. It's this guy, you know, and then yeah. they distance themselves and, but we got to stop idol worshiping and then. I would say the community as itself has to do better at finding the good, the good communities, the good academies, the good. But here's the problem. When you're new, you don't really know what that is. Yeah. That's probably one of the most difficult things to even understand about your new community. I had no idea. You know, I knew Gustavo was a, an awesome competitor and a great jujitsu mind. And, and one of the, the, he was the guy to go learn from mm -hmm. here. But personally, I didn't know his background and I didn't know like what the academy vibe was or what type of environment he created. And it's hard to know that. I mean, even if you're trying to like choose a gym and you're delving into that, how would you even find that unless you knew people that really trained there? But that doesn't mean that I guess what I'm saying is you can go and train somewhere. If you, if you feel something's off, you know, and you see something that might not be copacetic. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. there's, there's some signs and don't ignore those things. You know, maybe it's time to either, first of all, maybe stick up for someone that might not be able to stick up for themselves. If something's serious enough, you know, stand up. And that's happened. That was also, there were stories of that happening where a girl would tell of, a, of, a, of abuse. And then thankfully this other training partner was the one that actually went and said something because she was too scared to say something, you know, it's like, Look out for each other, but also don't train at asshole gyms. You know, it's like some of these places, some of these people, they have a reputation. Like the guy in London, he yeah. literally had a reputation of thought of that. Just living his life, just going about competing, just teaching, and 
you know, not even caring that everyone pretty much thinks he's a total creep. And he's forcing girls to perform acts on him and stuff or trying to. It's despicable, man. It's it's, like, it's because terrible. people don't stand up is why that, you know, you get away with it. So, and you know, we've been, you know, I don't know if Eddie Bravo started, started this or not this whole thing, but he went on Rogan's podcast and was like, you, there's like all types of motivational jujitsu videos with this quote of him sitting there on Rogan. And he says, jujitsu is a filter for douchebags. And it's not fucking true. Totally. It's not true. It's not true. Like nope. jujitsu is not a filter for douchebags. Not at all. We have we have just as many douchebags in our community as every other sport has in theirs. It is not a filter for bad no. people. You can be a terrible person. It could be a filter for still- weak people. Like weak minded, or maybe they you know, I think what he means maybe is like maybe he's thinking very specifically, like a douchebag, maybe like a tough guy jock that, you know, the prototypical guy that he, his ego's too big to, you know, giving Eddie the benefit of the doubt. But I am for sure com- completely understand people that 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 saying is not only him. Everyone says that it's like it's yeah. not a filter. You know, it doesn't. Filter it's not out a bad. filter. No, I've come it to understand that. It does not filter out bad people. No. However, you want to. However, people want to qualify it. Maybe he was talking about like the the egotistical bros. Yeah, but exactly. even those egotistical bros. Maybe they didn't come into the gym as egotistical bros and they got their brown belt, they got their black belt, and they found their egotistical bro. <laughs> exactly. You know? And 100%. they're still a douchebag. Yep. And it didn't Good filter them out. Good point. So. And for, I, ver- for various reasons, you know, this is just one of them. You know, that, that's this a is whole just topic one of them. upon itself. You know, it's like. Uh, there's there's guys that may, they might not be a sexual predator, but maybe they're a thief and they're going to try to con you. I know I know a guy that likes to con people. You know, he trains jujitsu. You know, um, not anybody in my gym, but I hear a lot in the community. And you know, there's sketchy people out there. You know, it, it, it just because we like to we love jujitsu and we like to think of our, we're in a good community. We have a yeah. good set of friends, you know, and very supportive people around us. You and me, I personally, yeah, um, good gym. Um, it's not like that everywhere, you know. Like I could be training jujitsu at some, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a gym that you know doesn't have a lot of good leadership, and and you know what I mean. It's maybe it's just run by a coach and like a no offense, but like a UFC gym or something. Like you know, maybe not even a true academy, and that's a jujitsu practitioner. No one's screened him. You know, no one knows really what this guy's about, he or she. And, you know, this person can develop jujitsu and become just a practitioner just like us. And they can literally be a murderer. Like, we don't know, you know. So, people are deceiving. And I think the most disturbing thing here is just, and, and, you know, that's a whole another, the filter for douchebags, honestly. That's an episode. I mean, we could call this episode that, but this, the disturbing part of this is just, first of all, the child thing is out of, you know, that that's number one, but just females in general, the amount of females that come have come out and just talked about how creepy it is. It makes me feel bad. You know, it's like, I think there needs to be some education on how to, maybe I'm overstepping, but how to roll with a female, like, 
for some people. I don't know. I, is that even, I hope that's not offensive to females, but do you have to tell people not to inappropriately touch people? It's so stupid. You know, it's like, I think you do for some people. Do, I mean, do you, would you agree? Like that? I, I, I don't I'm seeing, know. Because I'm seeing a lot of that. Maybe it's just no. because so many people are saying it now because of the time, but I've never experienced, I obviously I'm a man, but I've never heard any of my female part of uh, training partners or friends say anything to me, but I have, I have heard about it in our, in the community here in the state. So, yeah. um, I know it exists. I know, I know personally know a female that has been offended before, but not at my gym, but it's all subjective too. You know, one, one person can think this person did something and the other was like, Oh, that was just innocent. So there, it's yeah. just, it's kind of a nuanced thing, but just the over overwhelming response that I love it. I mean, it's good that they're talking, but I don't know, man. It's like, it's not a good look for a female to coming into the sport, you know, it's terrible. You know, it's I had terrible. a friend, I posted just an article about some of this and my friend was, he said it plainly. He's like, here I am trying to get my daughters into this sport. And I I'm reading this, all this. And it's just like, I didn't have anything to say. It's just disappointing, you know? Um, you know, it's, a, it's whole, a black eye for all of us for probably, well, I guess probably the back into summer, um, probably the last like six weeks, every now and again, some of the guys that I train with, um, one of them, one of them is nine. And I think maybe the other one is 11 or 13 or somewhere around there. You know, they both brought, um, their kids, their kids over here to train with us. Yeah. And that you know we're training i didn't think anything of it, it you know it I, I think that it's if i'm gonna say anything i think that training with kids that age is like the most purest jujitsu you can find like they're literally just trying to have fun yeah like they're you know they're they're trying to work some techniques but they're trying to climb all over you and get the back and like they're they're literally just trying to have fun mm-hmm. and like the first times I was training with them, it was like, man, this is really cool. Like they're, they're not trying to win the round. They're not like, they're looking for stuff, but it's happy. And it's like giggles and like they're kids, they're kids. Yeah. They're kids. It's like the most purest form of everything. It's like the most purest form of jujitsu. It's like the most innocent time of their lives that they're ever going to yeah, to exactly. be. It's they don't like, have any think, that, they don't have external baggage. They They're, don't have external baggage. Like life is not complicated for them quite yet. Like it's just the purest, most awesome form of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And this comes out, and in my head I was like thinking about this, like how much not only do I appreciate these my training partners and my, for, for trusting me to, to train with their kids. I mean, that's a huge yeah. trust. Uh, you know, they're in the same room. Like it's not, we're in, in my, my home yeah. gym here. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, but I started like thinking about like, my God, like this nine and 11 year old, that's the same age that they started getting groomed going through right. to this these next five years of jujitsu development and it just like i mean it made me feel sick to my stomach dude yeah. like like it like literally made me ill inside mm-hmm. 
to think to even think about that it happens in front of their parents how about that you're not even it's you're not a parent and i'm not it, even a it parent. happens in front of their parents their parents feel imagine how you feel if you're the parent of these girls you know and they literally don't even see it and i i can fully appreciate that some people might say oh well, they should you know you don't know what's going on behind the scenes you know you're, they're not watching every part of the training and some of these cases these girls were left unattended to go to tournaments with these people and you know you want to trust these people and that definitely exists i mean i i am a parent and i've also been a, a youth coach and i'm very uh in a couple different sports throughout my time and i so i'm aware of all like you got to be very aware i mean even though i'm a parent these are other people's children you know i got to understand how I'm, there's certain things you shouldn't shouldn't say to them uh, how you're acting but there could have been something where we went on an event and I would have been trusted with children, you know, that's a big trust. So, and parents tend to put their trust into someone that's a coach. This guy's an authority, you know, going back to that, that you know, power. Yeah. And may, maybe, you know, there, obviously there's parents who are like, what are this person's credentials? You know, but then there's other parents who are just like, think about youth sports. Most of the coaches are just parents and stuff, you know? It could be anybody coaching your kid, you know? Now, when I coached, I had to like do a background check and, you know, they take your, you know, they do all that, thankfully. Right. Like when I was coaching baseball for my son. Um, and, uh, you know, but that's, that's the reality is like, that's disturbed. That's got to be so hard to know that your kid went through this and you didn't know, you know, it's like, oh my God, just that's so sick and, and really sneaky. For for the guy, obviously, not only despicable, but to imagine the sneakiness that you have to have to be able to do that, uh, years and years of that, and then go through with the act. And and this, by the way, we're speaking of the the Marcel, the fight sports connection. That that's kind of what I'm speaking on. But a f a few months back, maybe five or six months ago, another post was going through social me social media community. And it was a young lady. I think she's probably 18 or 19 now, but it was when she was a younger 15 or 16, another mm -hmm. same thing. I think this one was in California or something. I want to say, um, she just posted on Instagram, like oh, very many little people even knew. And part of her recovering was just to put it out, her story out there. And it opened a lot of people's eyes. And this is even a few months ago. So now she's actually one of the ones that are more starting to try to share her story again this week, but she's one of the one, same thing. But that was my point is same exact thing. Guy was taking her, you know, more and more, it became just one-on-one -on -one activities, taking her here, um, you know, coaching her. I mean, being in, in the people's eyes, a great coach, supportive. She falls in love with the sport and it just crossed somewhere across the line. And it's like, parents didn't even know. It's so, it's so crazy. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, obviously, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not happening everywhere, but it's it's happening enough that this is a, something that's a movement now or going this on. This is a, you know? it's, a yeah. it's a problem. It's a problem that uh, many many people are facing. So, I think in I think in the future it'd be nice to maybe get a, a female perspective on this. I mean, in terms of at least how it is to be a female grappler, you know. Um, because they have their own challenges. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not one to say who that is, what, what those are, but we can all agree male or female that the whole situation of taking advantage of a minor in that way is, I don't need to be a female to say that that's completely despicable. You know, obviously none of us do, but I think there's some other things that maybe female perspectives. That's what I've been trying to look for over the last couple of weeks is I don't want to see the guy. I, I don't care what the guys are saying, you know, the men trying to defend it or, you know, there's always going to be the guy that's defending the male, the male, you know, I got to defend the male race here, you know, Oh, where's the proof? Or what about how, you know, how many times I've read, where's the other side of the story? What do you mean? Like, this is already, there is charges. Like the guy admitted it basically. What do you mean? The other side of the story? We know what happened, (laughs) but people just want to do that because they're just, they're haters, you know? So I've been tending just to listen to the female voice. And, and that can be the people that are actually been abused, but also the supportive ones too, you know, because there's a lot of those females, thankfully standing up, um, another athlete today. And this is, you know, this is kind of maybe not in the same realm, but another high level female athlete, world champion, multiple world champion. She said, I think it was yesterday. She was kind of saying she doesn't approve of like the sexiness related to like jujitsu posts and stuff for females. And I thought that was like, I hadn't seen anybody say that. And I think it was kind of bold, but it's probably appropriate for the conversations that are being had right now. Not to say that that girl, no one should ever been taken advantage of. I I think it's different, but what she was trying to say is like, it doesn't help. And I'm not, I hope I don't offend anybody. Like I'm not against somebody that wants to do this, but it doesn't help. Like if you're a female and you are wearing a gi and you don't have any clothes on underneath or something. Maybe it's a fun picture for you, but it's like sexualizing jujitsu, you know? So I thought that was kind of, it's, I haven't heard people talk about that before, but Mm -hmm. I do understand what she's saying. Obviously. I mean, it's like, look at what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, look what's going on here. We need to have some boundaries here. We need to make this what's happening. Why are females being accosted so much? on the mats. I mean, let's not, it's happening on the mats. Yeah. And that's disturbing. You know, this isn't all just going outside the gym. This is the, the relationships and the, the, the contact and the, the starts of it and the, the offenses, even if you're not subject to the abuse, maybe it's just inappropriate touching or something, but it's like that type of thing doesn't help, you know, to put that out. And, you know, there's been a couple of, there's, I don't know. There's probably, but there's a couple girls that I think she was referring to. I don't know what they, I've never really seen a post like that, but I could see, you know, you know, you see like sports illustrated and the girls are half naked and they're wearing their, if it's a soccer player, she's holding a soccer ball. Right. You can imagine the same thing in jujitsu or whatever, or like Ronda Rousey, she did sports illustrated and she's got mm-hmm. like fight gear on. So that was just this woman's opinion, but she's a very highly respected and regarded jiu-jitsu player world champion and i think those type of conversations probably need to happen whether you agree with that or not if you're a female you know, maybe some females are like no this is my body i should do what i i should be you know i should be able to do what i want without being accosted without being looked at in that way so 
The one thing's for sure is I haven't seen any of this talk at this magnitude as I have in the last two weeks. So I think it's definitely, and especially with the time, the, the times now, as you know, we're all more woke than we've ever been. <laughs> so we're, some people are way too woke, but we're all much more aware of what's going on. And this, the platforms that we look at every day, we get our information from that's, it's kind of spreading rampant through there. So if you want to follow some of this is, uh, BJJ Avery, A V E R I is a good follow. Mo um, is, I think, Motar2K. Motar2K. He has his own account just specifically focusing on this issue. So if you don't know, Mo is the head organizer and promoter of ADCC slash owner or whatever. He's, yeah. he's the man of that. Um, so he, he's a big name in jujitsu, and I, I really commend him for doing this because that he's the biggest name. That's that guy. Uh, there, when there's money involved in jujitsu, like this is a money-driven. You know what I mean? Sport. Yeah. These guys want like that is the pinnacle of the sport, and what better person to really start looking into this than the pinnacle from the yeah. top? Because we don't have a top governing body of the sport. IBJJF is its own organization, you know, and there's no one president of jujitsu, <laughs> you know, maybe and, if Helio uh, comes uh, down and starts talking some shit, that's one thing, but that's, we don't have that. So someone in these upper organizations has to be the voice of reason and hold people accountable. That's you know, right. These guys should not be profiting off their names in, in that regard. Like, I'm sorry. That's maybe, maybe they, they can go through some form of, and a lot of people will say that they don't deserve redemption or any of that, but it's like, you don't get it right now. Like you just, you lied the whole time. You're lying now. And you know, only recently, or I don't even know if they've ever said anything about the, the victim. So in a, you know, in a supportive way, they said that the victim and the father said that they haven't even, uh, they contacted him maybe one time in the last three years. So what does that tell you? <laughs> talk about relationship like it's like we're both business owners and that's how we operate our business is to develop relationships you and i both that's literally what we do that's our, our philosophy is to develop long-term relationship building yep can you imagine this is one of your students and this is the way you treat them you support the the abuser it's mind-boggling dude it's, it's crazy it just shows us the guy's character. It's their shit to me. So, I mean, I don't know those guys, but I don't, I'm not, I don't idol worship like that. And I just think it's, I think it's a joke. I think it's uh, everyone in the community should just look down upon these guys. A couple of, a couple of dicks that are hot, hot, a couple of assholes that are just trying to support their friend who's, you know, the perpetrator just in the worst way. In the absolute worst way. Yeah. I, Yeah, I don't I Crazy. want I want a jujitsu I you know, this is the idealistic jujitsu where male, female, whatever your belief political beliefs are, whatever your pronoun is, if that's your thing, whatever mm -hmm. your LGBTQ, whatever. If you want to show up and train jujitsu, I don't care what you do. 
come to the mats with a good attitude, learn some jujitsu, have have fun, have a safe area for everybody to train, and everybody leaves and goes home. I just want a welcoming community where everybody can, yeah, you know, regardless of who you are, what like, but at the same time, you know, you can't allow this shit to happen. Like there has to be just so hard. You have to do it by the repercussion. There has to be some responsibility held and not just by that guy, but by the people that supported him because there's no other way to do it. There's no other way uh, besides criminally prosecution, you know, uh, obviously, but within the community, we have to just hold people accountable. You have to do due diligence. Um, I don't know what else to do other than the voices need to be heard more. I think, I think we need to change the culture. That's exactly what it is. And that's the hardest part, but that I shouldn't say it's the hardest part, but it's the long, it's going to take a long time. It's a long game. It is the hardest part. Yeah. It's a long game. It's going to take a, it's going to be the hardest part, but we have to change the culture by rejecting those, those people, those instances, and really promoting more education on, you know, I think it starts with just the community and, and respecting your, your training partners. And that goes for the partner, but the coach too, you know? Yeah. And I don't know who can hold the, the academy owner and the coaches accountable, but the, the people that pay their bills, that's the only, you got to do better d- due diligence on who your coach is. You know, if you, yep. if you even smell something that's fi- fishy, you know, it's like, you better look into it. If you even yep. hear that this guy said this to this person. Or made this inappropriate, you know, maybe you're, you heard this guy talking under his breath about some woman and this is what he would do or something like something like that, you know, like shady shit, you know, like you can't, and you know what I'm talking about. You're a man. I do know there's people that talk this way. Okay. You can't, you can't just, you either got to say something. I think you just, not everybody's going to say something and this doesn't have to be with jujitsu, you know? This could be your your guy, your friend that is a little racist or something, or tells a joke that's a little off color, or you yeah. know what I mean. It's like you can accept it and you can encourage it, or you can reject it, and you don't stand for that. Yeah, and and I'm just using the couple simple issues. I mean, you can take every major the social issue that we've had and put those kind of things around it. You know, we're all not yep. created from the same cloth. You know, it's like. You got to just, we all have to have more personal responsibility and support. And I don't know. I think the only way you're going to weed these guys out is to talk about it more. And maybe that dissuades these actions. Maybe the talk and the education and people understanding, maybe these dipshits don't even know that that's, now, don't get me wrong. He's got to know that, uh, obviously, you're not supposed to rape a child or groom a child, right? Yeah. My point is, is even if even the child thing set aside, maybe it's a a young 19 year old. Does that make it okay? You know, or an 18 year old though. She's, she's a legal age. Does that make it okay to groom somebody and take advantage of them as a coach? No. No, So, you know, it's like, there's gotta be more education and more awareness and more talk. I I don't know what else to do. I mean, isn't that how these things work is that people have to speak up. I mean, we have to, Mm bring this to the forefront there's a good there's a good graphic here i saved it um 
there's a girl here, a woman. Her Instagram hashtag is meg.he. She's been all over these posts. I think she's just, um, I don't know who she is. I think she's a blue belt competitor and she just is, uh, either she's a writer or she's very involved in like, she brings, she's, I wouldn't say she's like totally, she's, let's just say she's in the woke, woke culture, you know? She's one of these people that are going to, and I'm not saying that in a negative, I'm just saying she's going to bring these issues to light. Like she, right. she's taken this upon herself. I don't know if she has a personal story with this, but she's like, I'm going to promote these stories. I'm going to show people that this is an issue. Doesn't mean she has to be a black belt or a world champion. She's just a blue belt com- person, competitor. Anyway, she's got great stuff that she's covering a lot, but she has this, uh, she had this graphic on her Instagram and. You know, obviously, it's actually a really cool graph and a, and a graphic, so it looks really professional. But I don't know where the data comes from, but it looks like it was maybe a poll of 136 people that were sexually harassed, okay? So, sexual harassment by rank in BJJ. I think I've read this study. Yeah. So, this, yeah. on one side, you have the rank of the harasser in percentage points. Okay. On the other side, you have the rank of the target. So here's the I've rank. I've totally read this. Here's the rank of the harasser. 22% of the harasser was a white belt, 24 blue belt, 14 purple, 11 brown, and 21 black. So you have a pretty solid average mix there from 11% to 24%. On the other side, the target, 70% are white belts. So that pretty much tells you. That's a power dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, 23% were blue belts. So now we're looking at what? 93% are blue and white belts. New, new students, 4% purple were abused, 1% brown and 1% black, which also is, lends itself to the power dynamic because the brown belt and a black belt have been around. They probably yeah. aren't going to take as much shit or they know not to take shit. They know what's a, appropriate and not yep and that's sad you know and that does point to the fact that it's almost like uh it's disturbing you know it's like uh, i don't know it's almost like a grooming environment in that regard because it's like oh here's these white belts they don't know what this culture is i don't know what's going on and who more to be more enamored with everything than a white belt Here's this world champion. He's going to teach me, you know? And then next thing you know, it's, it's crazy. And this is harassment. So this is just, just harassment. So I don't know how they, how they, uh, categorize that, but that could have been, maybe, maybe somebody said something inappropriate or, or, you know, commented on a woman's looks or body Mm -hmm. or whatever. It could be that. I don't know. It doesn't say on this clip what the study was from, but these are, and it, it doesn't even say if they're female or male. I'm assuming. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I think I've got a link for it. I think yeah, I, I just, saved I it. just saw a couple of clips she posted, but it was, yeah. it's, uh, you know, there's 123 right there. So, you know, this happens a lot, you know, that's a small yeah. study. Um, so I don't know if there's much more to say about that other than we'll just keep following the story. And uh, I would like to have some other perspectives on this, you know, 
We're setting yeah. up a couple more guests uh, coming up here quick. Maybe get a, an academy owner's perspective, you know? Yeah. A um, couple females. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a topic that it's, it's not going to go away. I, don't, I hope it doesn't go away. I hope these, these people keep it going and keep it in the forefront because, you know, it is a male-dominated sport, but it shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't have, it doesn't need to be because of that. You know, it's, yeah. uh, we can't, we can't let it be because of that, because, um, female practitioners are just as valuable to all of us and just as good. And it's sad that that is a reason why they don't train. And it is, yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about this. You know, um, other sports might face this type of thing, but there's literally imagine going, you know, other female sports, maybe a coach is abusing or a doctor or, you know, like we've talked about, but most of the times it's a female team sport. You don't have a mm-hmm. lot of mixed sports. Yeah. Imagine being a female and you're going to a room full of males that in it, uh, itself is gotta be a terrifying. Yeah. So it's the, the whole thing is it's, it's scary, but at least it can at least someone finally brought this to light. I don't even remember who, what the first post was about this, but thank God someone did, because this has been going on. This, this yeah. happened three years ago. So we've yeah, been literally is... just going along, going along. And here we are, you know, um, I don't know, man, it's, uh, it's disappointing, but it, it, I don't like, I'm definitely not going to ignore the issue because we don't want to talk about it. You know, even if we can make one impact to one listener or that's enough for me, you know, just be aware of what's going on in our sport. We all need to work together to make it the great sport that we think it is. That's on all of us. You know, it, there's, yeah. you can't rely on the, the big name black belt to do it because look what happens. You have assholes everywhere, you know? Yep. Um, connect yourself to good people in the community and hold people accountable, you know? And it's like, educate people. I, that's all I can say as a male, you know, I mean, I think a female would have a different perspective on expectations and I know they do because I've talked to females about Mm -hmm. this a little bit. Um, but I'd like to actually get somebody on here to share that with other people. Yeah. So we'll We'll make that that a priority for sure. Yeah. Man. Uh, Yeah. You got a new gi dropping. Tell us about it. Yep. So we got, uh, Today, when this is published, Wednesday, the 25th, you'd be able to go to rollunion.com and order the latest limited edition gi. It's a royal blue. Um, it's a royal blue gi. I, I'm really stoked with this one. I, it's, I can honestly say it's our finest piece yet. It's got all the quality. I've made a, a couple slight changes, nothing to the fit, only to some of the finer details that you wouldn't even notice, but it just made it an even better gi. Um, mark my words. If you, I'll just tell you guys, listeners, if you, you're either on our newsletter or if you're a listener to the road to black podcast, use the code twister 20. The gi is called the twister twister 20. And you can save 20 bucks off on Wednesday. When you pre-order the pre-order open window will be open for several days. But for a limited quantity and limited time. So make sure if you want the if you want one, jump on it either when, you know, probably the next three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Um, check it out. Use Twister 20, save 20 bucks off this key. It helps that I get some pre-order orders out. Um, it helps me. So I'm willing to give people a discount because we're still a relatively new brand. And, you know, we just want people, everyone that's worn the geese loves them. That's the one thing that I can hang my hat on. You know, it's like. I trained in mine today. Yeah. Once people get them, they love them. And they're like, how come this isn't more popular? I'm like, well, we're building a brand over here, you know? So it takes a little bit of time, but just because we're the smaller guy in the block, I, I firmly stand behind these. You know, I'll say it right here is hundred, hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't like these, you can, I'll give you your money back. How about that? I mean, that's how confident I am in these geese. I train in them every day. Um, I would never make something that I don't think styles hard. So I think these style pretty hard. I'm, I like to have clean cut styling geese on the mat. I think looking good is a good way to train. And uh, that's just my style. And it always was even before I had my own company, but these things are looking hot. I have a lot of, I'm hoping this one goes off pretty hard. I have a lot of people asking about it already. When is this thing coming out? It's royal blue. So maybe, you know, whether you like a blue gear or not, maybe you need to have one in your arsenal. Um, this will be a good one. It's going to, it's, it pops. It's really nice. Um, the fit are the fit are already amazing. People really love the fit. And, uh, that's pretty much it. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. You know, by the time this comes out on Wednesday, sometime Wednesday, it'll be dropping on rollunion.com. You'll be able to see all the images of it. It's a pre-order. So as I said, take advantage of the code twister20, order it. It's a pre-order. It's going to be shipped to you probably five to six weeks. So you're looking at maybe mid, probably mid-October for this key. But it gives you, you know, lock one down. If you got the, the cash to do it, you save some money. You get a new gi in mid-October, boom, you get a surprise gi. Um, probably one of the last ones we make in 2021 as far as a limited edition. So I got some other items coming out. Um, some no-gi gear this fall and some pretty sick baseball caps and some other stuff. So we're excited about it. Working hard on design and just trying to get some stuff out there. We got people wanting to buy stuff. and which is a good problem to have. Just got to get some more stuff in the store and check it out. We got plenty of stuff in there now, but uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Awesome, I, haven't, dude. I haven't worn one yet. I haven't worn one yet. I have my own twister gi, but I'm waiting. Gotcha. Waiting, waiting Wait, to drop waiting, that. Waiting, waiting to drop it. We'll yeah. drop that coupon code one more time. Twister, what is it? Twister 20. Twister Pretty 20 simple. for everybody. Go get it. Twister 20. All right, buddy. All right, dude. We will catch everyone next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, jujitsu, casual wear, training gear. Check them out, rollunion.com. Follow on Instagram, at rollunion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.